What is going on, my fitness coaches? Welcome to another episode of the Change Lives Make Money Online Trainer Podcast. This is the number one show for online coaches who are trying to grow a successful online business. In today's episode, I'm joined by one of my VIP one-on-one coaching clients. This girl is literally 24 years old, and she's making $50,000 a month. What's up, <laughs> Megan? What is up? Oh, my God. I'm finally here. This is so crazy. To be on the podcast? Yes. I listen to your podcast all the time. And I remember this was on my vision board too, to be on your podcast. When I first started the Academy, I'm like, I'm going to be on here and I'm here. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's fire. I can't believe I haven't brought you on the podcast before. That's shocking. How dare you? You like talk about me all the time. This is like the first time. I I actually (laughs) do talk about you all the time on the podcast too. I've like been like Megan Nunez, Megan Nunez. I know. And I'm here, you guys. It's nice to meet all of you. I'm here. Damn. All right, cool. Well, I'm excited to actually introduce the real Megan to the podcast. So I actually want to start because like when people think $50,000 a month, they're like, there's no fucking way. This girl's lying, blah, 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 whatever. Right. So Megan's 24 years old and she is making that kind of money. (laughs) And she's done that for the last three months in a row. Let's fucking go. So fucking crazy. But before we get into that, we're going to tell them how you did it. Like what inspired you to get into fitness? So I started fitness when at a young age, well, of course, just like everyone else, we don't really know what we're doing when we first start. So I started fitness when I was around 16. And the reason why I wanted to start is because I was, you know, I was overweight, I was uncomfortable in my own body. And it was so crazy, because at that time, um, getting into like, you know, end of high school, getting to college, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. And I was influenced by my family telling me like, oh, you should do like nursing. You should do this though. Like, you know, when you're young, you don't really know like the career path you want to go with. And I tried like a lot of majors at that time. (laughs) And I was just like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And then in the process of me trying to, in my kinesiology major, I took a fitness and nutrition class and I learned a lot from that class. And I just realized that I didn't even study and I aced that fucking class. And I'm like, oh, I'm really into fitness like this. So I started mm. learning more about that, incorporated like what I've learned in college, like in my own body, did transformations, and then helped some friends, some family. I'm like, damn, I'm really good at this. So I should start doing this, you know? So that's mm. how I started getting into fitness. Yeah. Cool. I love that. So you're 24 years old now, not 23. Yeah. You just turned 24, right? Yeah, I literally just turned 24 last week. I got memories. I fucking know, all right? I know things. I'm going to be honest. Like, when I say you're super young, I don't mean that, like, in a bad way. But it's like, you're young. And a lot of kids your age, like, when I was 24 years old, I was, like, drinking, partying, getting fucked up. So I'm curious, and I'm sure a lot of people are curious as well. Like, what keeps you focused? Like, what is it that keeps you motivated? Because, you know, at 24 years old, to be as, like, driven as you are, and just to, like, you want, like, the next level, like, what is it that keeps you focused? So for me, how I had my breakthrough was super early. And I've had those experiences too, of like those phases of drinking, partying, doing drugs, whatever it is, like I used to get fucked up myself. And I feel like the reason why I'm focused now is because I know what it feels like to be on that side, you know, Mm -hmm. like dealing with that phase, I know what it feels like to hit rock bottom. It seems like to me when I was experiencing like that type of lifestyle, it didn't feel aligned to me. I felt like I was stuck. Like I knew I was destined for more. So that's when I tried to discover more about myself. Like, what do I really want? 
And that's what drives me every single day is understanding that I can do whatever the fuck I want mm-hmm. if I put my mind to it. So yeah, just learning that this is rock bottom. I don't like this feeling. I should get out of this. And now that I am continuously like self-developing, that's where I feel more like myself. That's mm-hmm. why I'm like more focused. And yeah, just like proving it to myself too, especially like I'm 24, like Every time I tell people my age, they're like, what the fuck? Like, how are you 24? They're like, my dad would even tell me, like, when I was your age, I didn't give a fuck. I would just, like, do whatever the fuck I wanted. I would just, like, go out, like, you know, hang out with friends. Like, a lot of people look up to me because of my age. And I don't see that as something that, you know, that belittles myself. It's more so, like, oh, something I can flex with. Like, yeah, I'm fucking 24. I'm making 50K. Like, it's Mm -hmm. more so about just choosing, right? Whatever age Mm -hmm. you're at, like, you don't have to be a certain age. To actually choose to be the better version of yourself. And that's me. It's just fine. I'm really grateful that I got out of that phase super early. But it really just takes that level of like self-awareness too. And seeing that dealing with that partying phase isn't for you. Mm. And you really have to ask yourself, are you truly happy with doing the same things over and over again and staying stuck? And for me, it wasn't it. So I'm like, I need to get out of this ASAP. Funny because when I was... I remember being your age and Mm -hmm. I actually like, I had a lot of imposter syndrome at your age and I didn't really have a lot of, I didn't really have a lot of like mentors or like Mm -hmm. people that I could look up to when I was like younger because Mm -hmm. they're just like the space, the mentorship space was a lot less developed like back when I was getting started. And so there wasn't a lot of people that I could like look up to. So I actually felt like an imposter, even though when I was really young, like I wanted to be successful. Mm -hmm. I almost felt like, I felt like an imposter. Yeah. I felt like I'm like, I was like, who am I to be like leading all these people? But it's actually so cool to see you step into your power because you're doing something that I actually couldn't when I was at that age, because Mm -hmm. I felt like an imposter. Like it was hard for me to do. And I, I want to share, like, I felt like that too, when I first started, you know, like I was like, why would people trust me when I'm like super young? And I feel like a lot of people shared that too, that struggle of like, oh, I'm too young. Like what makes them think I'm qualified enough to do this? But for me, like your qualifications is based off of your experience, no matter what Mm -hmm. age you are. And that's why I have like a lot of confidence with like how I operate in my business is because I've gone through so much like dealing with, you know, life experiences as well as learning experiences and building this business. And I've transformed a lot of lives along the way. And that's why I don't feel imposter syndrome anymore. At the Mm -hmm. same time, I'm like, I'm a very integral person. Whatever it is that I say I'm going to do, I'm going to do it. And that's what builds my confidence because I have that confidence in myself. Like I know exactly like whatever I say I'm going to do, that includes building a business, transforming someone's life, whatever it is. Like I feel super confident in myself that I don't feel that imposter syndrome anymore. Mm. That is that what you just talked about is literally what Chris and I talked about on the podcast yesterday. If you listen to all my podcasts and yes. you literally <laughs> just listen to me talk about this, I like, yeah. it's like, it's called that like trust with yourself. And it's mm-hmm. like, I know I actually told you that you have this already. Like when you first started VIP, it's like, I mm-hmm. knew I'm like, I knew you're going to be successful. Cause there's just like something about you when you speak, you're yeah. like, this is happening. And yes. it's like, you're not saying it to like prove me wrong. It's mm-hmm. like, you're saying it to notify me yeah. of the decision that you just made. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, for me, it's literally just like a matter of when it's not if like, I don't even say if anymore. It's just like, yeah, this is what's going to happen. I already committed to that to myself, I'm going to make sure that's going to happen. And for me before like setting goals, like I wouldn't believe they would happen because I've never proven it to myself. But again, it's just like putting in the reps consistently and 
proving it to myself. Like before I remember <laughs> I couldn't even hit 10K, right? And I was struggling yeah. to hit 10K. And I was like, okay, but if I keep showing up, if I keep doing the work, if I keep learning and showing up to, you know, the phone calls, learning the modules, the videos and implementing it, like I will continuously like build that, the income that I want to get to. And that's yeah. how I, I'm, I'm just continuously growing, like just putting in the work. Yeah, it, yeah, it's yeah. so crazy. Yeah. Like thinking about it now, I'm like, oh, I can't even hit 10K. And now I'm like, you know what I mean? So <laughs> you like message me angry when you're at 40. And I'm like, relax. <laughs> All right. Relax. You're doing good. <laughs> I know. Okay. But you know. The I know. I get it. No, I get it. I'm the same I, I always set like a new standard for yeah. myself. And I feel yeah. like that's like part of growing. <laughs> yeah. And we're actually going to talk about growth. So Megan's mm-hmm. gone from like being able to hit, you know, she wasn't able to hit 10K. Then yeah. she hit 20 in the mastermind. She hit 25. And when me and Cole announced that we were doing VIP, yeah. she applied. And mm-hmm. I like had a conversation with Cole. I'm like, she's been in the mastermind for like three months. I'm like, yeah. I honestly <laughs> think she's a savage. And I honestly think she could do it. He came to the last event. And at the last event, you yeah. actually broke up with your significant other. I did. <laughs> because of that event, you're like, I'm fucking out. Yeah. And then two months later, I think it was in, was it, it was December. December was your first $50,000 month, right? No, it was, it was November. I hit mm. on Black Friday. It was 50K. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit, this is insane. Like I literally cried <laughs> because it was so unreal to me. And <laughs> It was crazy. I want to. Sh- I talked about this on my podcast before. How when I was investing on like the one on one, I remember when you guys called me and I was struggling to hit thirty k. I was capped at like twenty eight. Right. Yeah. I kept telling myself like, oh, I'm gonna hit. I'm gonna hit. But I had like this mental barrier for myself yeah. that I couldn't hit it, and that was like, you know, I was struggling with my relationship and whatever it is I was struggling with. And when you guys called me and you're like, hey, like, yeah, we want to invite you to do one on one, and I was like so scared because I was like. <laughs> Literally, what you guys are asking me is what I have in my bank account. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, I don't know what to do. So I was like, huh. But I'm also like, stop being a pussy. Just fucking do it. And then that's where I said, like, okay, I'm going to do it. Like, I'm like, yeah. no matter what, I'm going to do it. I swear to God. Like, when I said that, I was like, <laughs> fuck. After that phone call, I was like, fuck. That would mean- Dude, I'm going to share something on the podcast that people don't know. Megan yeah. actually had a conversation with me at the event. She's like, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> And I literally looked at her, I was like, yes, you fucking can. Yeah. You already fucking committed. Too fucking bad. I Let's know. fucking go. No. And me and Megan have a funny relationship. So I actually said, don't be a pussy. And yes. then we just kept going. <laughs> no, but like, think about it this way. So when I say yes, that would mean I would have $1,000 in my bank account, Brian. And I still had people to pay. I hear you. Know you. What I mean? But I at hear the you. Same time, Look at you now. Like, Look huh? at you now. I know. But yeah. I, at the same time, I was like, fuck, like. This is how I operate, right? I will do whatever it takes to put my back against the wall, burn the fucking boats and do whatever it takes to get out of that situation. So that for me was like, okay, why am I so worried? Like, I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to put in the work. Like the only way for me to actually fail at this is if I don't show up and if I give up. And if yeah, I and, and dude, you're the type of motherfucker every time me <laughs> like me and Cole would give Megan a month for the homework <laughs> and a week later she DM'd us. She's like, all of it's done. I'm like, yeah. what are you talking about? She's like, yeah. well, I did this. You told me to do this. Then I did yeah. this. Then I did this. Then it is. It's yeah. all done. I like, call Cole, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like what's what the next? fuck, dude? I'm like, what's next? No, what's funny was when we did our, our first in person, you're like, yeah. okay, these are your seven steps. And I, and as soon as I got home, I got five of them done. And I texted you and I was like, okay, Brian, what do I do next? And you're like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm, I'm at dinner right now. This is a weekend. <laughs> I was literally out for dinner celebrating a successful lab day. She's like, 
I just executed five of the seven things you told me to do. I'm like, how? Yeah. How? <laughs> it's like, that's how fast I take wow. action. Cause that's yeah. how I really want to succeed. You know, like it's really like that speed that I want to get to is like, why the fuck should I even wait? You know, that's just how I am. But yeah, like talking about how I invested in one and one, I was like, fuck, like, how am I going to get past this? And I honestly am so glad I did it because look at me now, you know? So it's really just like <laughs> committing to myself. <laughs> And just yeah. having that level of confidence that I'm going to make it work. Yeah, I love it. Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life. If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients and I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. Okay, so let's talk strategy. Let's give some value because I know that uh -huh. on the podcast, like your content is fire Thank and you. a lot of your content hits hard. So let's talk mm -hmm. about content. What is your content strategy? Let's give some value to these kids that are listening that like that want to learn from Megan Nunes. I love that. So yeah, I'm going to break this down because I remember at the event, everyone asked me the same thing. How do you do content? How do you do this? I'm like, okay, I'm basically going to share all the golden nuggets with you guys. First things first is this is what I've learned. Your content should not be what you want to post, but more so what your avatar wants from you. Because I feel like a lot of us get so caught up with like, oh, I want to be super creative. I want to post this. I want to post that. But is that really what your avatar wants? Like I struggled with this before where I was like super, like such a perfectionist of like what I'm going to post, but is it yep. really valuable enough for the person that you're posting it for? Yep. So that's the huge shift for me with my content. Now it hits better because I'm actually thinking about what my avatar wants to see, not what just I want to post. Right. Because we get like this, there's this fine line of like, oh, are you actually giving value or actually being an influencer? Right. That's mm. just like for the views. So yeah. that's number one is just make sure that your content should be what your avatar wants, not what question. I want to go deeper on that, that point specifically. How yeah. do you figure out what your avatar wants you to post? So I go through my application forms. Mm. I go through my client struggles and the conversations too in the DMs, right? People will give you what they need. People will tell you their struggles. People will tell you, oh, I'm struggling with, let's say my nutrition. I don't know how to eat well. I don't know how to track macros. I don't know like what workouts to do in the gym. Like those are like, a, I guess, a general idea of it. But how can you break it down for this person to where in your content, it's like a step-by-step -step process for them to watch that way, like every time they watch your content, they actually get value. They can implement it. They can lose the weight. They can see results. Boom. Fire. Yeah. Cool. And then the next thing is I always plan out my content for the week. And this is my struggle before too, is like, I would just like post whatever, but it's, if you're rushing the process, you're not very, very intentional with it. You're not going to give out as much value as you need. So me is planning out my content for the week. So on Sundays, I always post like connection videos because this builds that trust with your audience. And then when Monday comes, when you post call to action, they're more likely to raise their hand because they act like they know you enough to actually trust you online and pay you. You know, I'm gonna pay this person because I connect with her story, right? Mm -hmm. So on Mondays I do a CTA. 
Tuesdays is when I post like my client transformations. And this is just continuously just warming them up. So the purpose of this, this weekly schedule is just to warm them up so that every time you post a CTA, it's easier for leads to just raise their hands. So yeah, so Tuesdays, I post a client transformation just to share like, okay, this is what I did with my client. This is how I I transform her body. This is a, their struggle. So that way they can see themselves as that client and like, oh, I struggled with that too. That if you were able to help this person, maybe you can help me too. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing I highlight about my client transformations. That I just I don't just post their before and after. I tell them exactly the story about that client. Mm-hmm. So it resonates with them. Next thing is I on Wednesdays, I post like value, right? Establish yourself as an authority that you know what you're talking about. It could be value about workouts, value about nutrition, anything that your client actually needs. And then Thursdays is when I post a softer CTA. It could be like on my stories, like, oh, here's a, do you want to work with me? Whatever it is. I'm a softer CTA on Thursdays. And Fridays is, I keep it fun. So it's like recipes. I call it like foodie Fridays. So I post like recipes with them. And then Saturdays is when I post a lot more like fun stuff, like personal stuff. Because I feel like this is something that, a lot of online trainers lack is they do give a lot of value, but they don't post about themselves and it's harder for their audience to connect with them. So I post a lot about my personal stuff, like something fun, like, oh, like my background. That's a good example. Like fun Filipino snacks as I'm Filipino. So I post a lot of that. So they know exactly like, oh, she's actually Filipino. She loves this. She loves to do this. Right. So personal stuff. So I always have a planned out content schedule that's consistent. So every time someone follows you, they know exactly like, oh, it's Friday, she's going to post a recipe. Oh, it's Wednesday, she's going to post value. So they know every time they go to your profile every single day, they get something out of it. That's how Mm. you build trust with your leads or with your prospects. That's so good. And I think there's two things that I want to point out. Number Mm -hmm. one, so like she just gave you the schedule. So fucking let's say thank you, Megan. (laughs) Let's be fucking honest. All right, let's say fucking thank you. That's number one. Number two, it's being consistent and being intentional. Because mm-hmm. like you could do this content schedule all you want, mm-hmm. but if you're if you do it for a week and then you don't see results and it doesn't yeah. work, then it's not going to work. And then if you do it for a week and you're just throwing fucking random pieces of content at the wall that you're calling connection, but there's like a two liner post, like mm-hmm. it's not going to work. So I think that being consistent and being intentional is very important. What about your strategy for? Let's talk about your strategy for lead generation. So what do you do for lead gen? So how do I funnel my my prospects? Yeah, what do you do? So majority of my, my prospects come from TikTok. So what I do is I get a lot of comments from people. And the reason why I get like inbound leads, but this is from consistently posting and being more so like myself online with this, I funnel them from TikTok to Instagram. I basically comment back on their comments and say, Hey girl, like I follow them. Cause this is sucks about TikTok is you can't message people unless you guys follow each other. So I would like their comments. I would comment back on their comment and say like, Hey girl, like I just followed you, go ahead and message me ASAP. And then they don't know what you're going to message. So I go in there and basically start a conversation and thank them like, Hey, thank you so much for the follow. What part of my content do you like the most? And that's how I start off conversations, leading them into fitness. And then once they start, I guess, breaking down their pain points, their struggles, then I go through the script with them. And then I funnel them and say like, Hey, do you happen to have Instagram by any chance so I can get back to you sooner? And majority of the time people have Instagram over TikTok. So (laughs) they would tell me their Instagram username, I would go ahead and follow them on Instagram, message them over there and say like, Hey, girl, this is Megan from TikTok, and then go back to TikTok and message them and say like, Hey, I just messaged you over there. Let's let's go ahead and talk. Guys, listen, listen, (laughs) right? 
like if you understand online training on any level and you're tuning in like you need to watch this fucking podcast 10 fucking times right dm megan say thank you queen megan Fuck <laughs> thank you another thing that i i did do on my instagram is not everyone knows this but i put an age limit on there i put it as 21 and up because i know a lot of people from tiktok are you know young kids and sometimes like mm. you don't want to waste your time going through like a dm script with someone only to know they're 13 you know so mm. what i put is i put an age limits on instagram so whenever they try to look you up on instagram it wouldn't allow them to see your profile and mm. whenever this happens i always get a message on tiktok let's say i'm in the dms with them and then i'm like oh yeah like go follow me on, on instagram let's talk over there they would tell me like oh i can't really see it it says it, it has an age limit so that just uh, basically <laughs> well, uh, this qualifies, this oh. qualifies that person from being your avatar your prospect yeah. so i'm like okay cool uh, unfortunately that's where you break it down to them too like unfortunately i only take women that are 21 and up but whenever like you're of age you can reach out to me <laughs> <laughs> in three years i'll yeah. be here <laughs> but I'll yeah that here. just helps like get rid because that's what i struggled before too like yeah. i would get lots of applications messages yeah. from people not yeah. really knowing they're underage. So that's like a cool tip that I want to give you guys is just have it, that age limit on Instagram. You don't have to worry about, you know, talking to people that are less than 18 years old. Crazy. Wow. That's super cool. I love that. Super yeah. smart. Yeah. I love that. Okay. Delivery. So what would you say Barbell Baddies has that like a lot of programs don't? Like what is something that makes you unique? So what do we have? Definitely how I approach my nutrition. This is huge. I feel like Cultural representation in the fitness industry isn't there. That's what makes my program different is how I approach nutrition. I help my clients embrace their culture's food without giving that up, right? And see tremendous mm. results. And that's number one. And that's literally the messages that I get from all the people that reach out to me and say, I love your Filipino food. I love like the food that you put up online. And a lot of them would tell me like, oh, I already lost weight just following your recipes. Right. And that's mm. number one is that what this is what they expect when they go in my program, they know I'm going to teach them how to incorporate the food that they love. That's number one. Number two mm. is definitely the undying support in our community. We're pretty tight in the community. All the girls that I bring in, like get along really well. And that's mm. I feel like the common mistake I did before was that I would just take people in just yep. because like, oh, I want to build my income. But sometimes like some people just don't get along with, you know, a group of people. So this time I really filter out my clients and make sure that they all get along really well. So that mm -hmm. dying support in our community, we always give value. We have live trainings like five times a week that are focusing on different aspects. Yeah. And then the emphasis on mental health too. Because with my business, like majority of the percentage that I make, I actually put it aside because I'm building a nonprofit in the Philippines to help mm. with mental health awareness. So my clients know this too, and they're very much aligned with it. They know for a fact that when they're investing in me, they're also investing on helping the people in the Philippines. Can you talk a little bit about the nonprofit that you're building? Because I think that, I think that's cool. We should touch on that. Cool. So yeah, like for me, this is basically my purpose, right? I had this breakthrough with it. So my breakthrough in terms of my business was what is something that I lacked before that I didn't have, right? which is support with when it comes to mental health. I struggled with mental health myself. You know, like when I was living in the Philippines, I didn't have that support. They would have like therapists, but it's not like, you know, over here where you feel like it's a comfortable space. It's a safe space for you to talk about. So over there in the Philippines, it, it's still 
a stigma when it comes mm-hmm. to like talking about mental health. Like people will look down on you if you talk about like, oh, I, I do therapy. They think you're crazy, which isn't great, right? So that's basically what I created this nonprofit for is just creating this movement of having this conversation that mental health should not be looked down upon, but should something as a conversation, right? Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of people out there that cannot af- afford therapy, cannot afford help, right? And then mm-hmm. a lot of us in our culture, this is what we do. <laughs> this is like buried in us. It's like, oh, if you're struggling with mental health, walk it off, get back to work, just dismiss it, right? But a lot of people actually struggle with mental health over there and don't really have that platform to talk about it. So this is why I'm like, I have the platform. I have the funds. Why not just create a nonprofit to start this movement? So that way, like if I normalize this myself, like it basically creates this ripple effect that people will start to normalize it too. Very fucking cool. Yep. Thank you. (laughs) Yep. Yep. And then, yeah, like that's basically me healing my past self, right? Mm -hmm. So if you're not, if your purpose right now isn't healing your past self, then you're missing the point. I always talk about, but Mm -hmm. yeah, that's my nonprofit right there. It's called Project Safe Space. So they have a safe space. That's fucking cool, dude. I love it. I love it. Super cool. Okay, last but not least, Megan is, I heard that you're fucking hiring. So why don't you talk a little (laughs) bit about that? Speaking of 50K, that's consistently growing clients Mm -hmm. fucking from every direction. Damn, we need some help. We need some support. Cool. So I'm looking for a coach who is certified, of course, someone with experience transforming women's lives someone who knows how to give that tough love with a mix of empathy, someone who is passionate about helping people, right? Clients results is what drives them, this person over the income that they make. That's huge for me, as well as someone who has the willingness to learn and always aiming for self-improvement. This is the thing about my team is I always give them the tools that they need to improve. Like, yeah, you're certified. Yeah, you know how to do macros. Yes, you know how to build programs. So what is the next level for you? So that is like something that's huge for my team. This is why we are very tight because like we always just want to get to the next level and we always like set the standard. Mm. Yeah. And where do they find you? So like, let's say somebody's like, I fucking want to work with Megan. Where do they find you? So you guys can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Meg Nunez. It's M-E-A-G-N-U-N-E-Z, Meg Nunez. I would just message me on Instagram. I can't find you on TikTok. I get too many messages over there. (laughs) Message me on Instagram. And yeah, that's basically where you guys can find me and Megan Nunez on Facebook too. Guys, and I'm just going to back Megan up here. Like I've worked with a lot of people in my career. I've worked with over 3,500 online coaches and Megan is a very good leader to follow. She's somebody that has the following. She has the business knowledge and she has the hunger. And I think that when you're like, when you're an online coach, one thing that I know is that like your income isn't guaranteed ever. Mm -hmm. It's never guaranteed. Your online income is never guaranteed. And that's just a fact. And what, like the thing that will get it as close to guaranteed as humanly possible is partnering or like working for somebody that has the vision. Mm -hmm. You hear me? So when you're working with, for somebody that like has that vision, that has that drive, that has that like tenacity to like hit the next level, it's going to fucking help you. So if you're interested in working with Megan Nunes at her company and it's Barbell Baddies, correct? Mm Mm-hmm. If you're interested in working for Barbell Baddies, then DM Megan Nunez. And what's your Instagram? Again, one more time, Megan. Meg Nunez. It's M-E-A-G-N-U-N-E-Z. Meg Nunez. Bam. And lastly, just before we go, where are some other social media platforms that they can find you if they just want to get inspired and see some of your content, et cetera? So yeah, my, mainly my platform is TikTok, Instagram. You guys can find me on Spotify too. I do have a podcast. It's called Barbell Baddies. 
and I'm going to be shifting that podcast into more so like that baddie mentality. But yeah, you guys are going to see me everywhere. Okay. I'm going to start a YouTube. Like I tell you, like when I say one thing, I'm going to fucking do it. So I'm going to be everywhere. Boom. Guys, that is it. That is all. If you're in the Academy and you're listening to this, take this as an opportunity to work for somebody that actually knows her shit. Don't sleep <laughs> on this. Megan has a lot, just probably five to 10,000 people per episode that download this. So if you are interested in working for Megan, DM her right away. Thank you so much for tuning in, guys. Talk to you guys Thank in the next you. episode. Bye. Megan, you're the best. You're the best. Thank you. You're Bye. the best. Bye. <laughs>